Welcome back to Golf DMV, the podcast highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Golf or not playing golf due to the coronavirus, we are uh, socially distant but cyberly close, if that makes any, any sense. Uh, uh, we've got Vern uh, in, in his own home personal studio uh, via Zoom. Vern, what's up? What's happening? And we've got LB. LB, what's going on? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Absolutely. And so, uh, listen, the coronavirus uh, uh, is, has taken off and has uh, have everything kind of shut down here in the uh, D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, although Virginia, a little more loose with the rules than D.C. and Maryland. We'll get into that, especially when it comes to golf. Um, at PGA Tour shut down for a while, so there's none of that going on. Um, not much golf happening in Maryland. Uh, Montgomery County courses uh, all shut down. All the courses in Maryland have said that they're shutting down as well. Virginia courses, some of them are still open. We'll get into that a little bit. Uh, I've got some PGA Tour news, like Davis Love, uh, house burning down. And LB, oddly enough, has a cocaine update. Not a cocaine use update, but he's got a, <laughs> he's got a cocaine <laughs> update. And we'll get to that in a second. But first, let's start with LB. What has life been like with the coronavirus for you, man? You know, we hadn't been able to get out and play any golf or anything since Orlando. And uh, that was almost like the last hurrah for us. It feels like it was almost three months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, life for me, honestly, hasn't changed. It doesn't change for me until like five, four or five o'clock in the evening is when it changes for me because I work from home now for probably going on, I guess, five, six years now. So the fact of being at home and working to me is, is, is normal. The The only thing during the day that is different is my wife is home. Mm-hmm. And it took her a while to realize, well, let me, let me rephrase that. It took me a little while to get her to understand <laughs> that when I go in my office, I'm at work. Right. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Don't come down here every five minutes with some stupid question. Oh, <laughs> you, know, you know, you go upstairs do your work. Uh-huh. I go in my office do my work. Okay. And I'll see you. Right. I'll, we see each other in passing. Now, like I go upstairs sometime for lunch or around lunchtime to get something. And, and it seems to, and it always seems to work out. I don't know if it's purposeful, but it always seems to happen. When I come upstairs and go in the kitchen to get anything, uh-huh. all of a sudden she got it. She needs to come into the kitchen. Right around the something. corner. Come in. <laughs> exactly. So we, so yeah, it took, it took a couple of days to get that part straight. Uh-huh. Um, so, so the daytime part is fine. The evening, um, haven't been too bad because I have, I still got a bunch of house parties that I'm doing. Um, so that's, that's killing my eve, taking up some of the time in my evening. Mm-hmm. So, um, the only the only thing honestly I can say that's really different for us right now is our eating out habit. Right. Um, right. Cause we you know we especially Friday Saturday night we were always in somebody's restaurant um, and shopping and all that kind of stuff. So that we're not doing we're doing obviously we're doing take we're still doing takeout we're just not sitting in a, a restaurant like we used to go and our and <laughs> and because. Because it's only takeout now, our level of restaurant has gone down. <laughs> not the five star, <laughs> not the Michelin star restaurant quality you used to doing. No. Well, yeah, not that we were doing that, but you know, what I mean, we we ate at some <laughs> decent restaurants. Now we now you got to do Thai takeout or Chinese takeout or right. go get a steak sub or you know crap like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just to I mean, just to break up the monotony from eating all week. Right, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, I mean, gravitas. Uh, the Michelin star restaurant down there on New York Avenue, they're still doing takeout. So if you want to go down there and get some, oh, are they? Yes, get some chicken with some like with a nice jus. And we uh, we had some potato leek soup the other day. It oh, you went down there, 
Oh yeah, yeah. We, I mean, listen, we got to eat. I mean, look, we can't. can't be, look, we're supporting the community. We're supporting the community. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I need to put that into. So we called ourselves last night doing date night, mm-hmm. and uh, so we went to Home Depot to get pick up some stuff, and then we went and got to our same our favorite Chinese restaurant, which is we went from Germantown to Columbia to get Chinese. And uh, one thing I did, I did, I didn't really, I didn't think about this in the, at the time, but. A lot of places, because they're doing takeout and stuff, there is no, when I, I went in to get my order, that I need to use the restroom. And they all the restrooms are closed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, went to JC's yeah. Crab House in Silver Spring uh, 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 earlier this week. And, yeah, the same deal. Like, you walk in, you order your food. They actually asked us, you know, while you're waiting for it, can you go back outside in your car? And right, I said, yeah, exactly, yeah. I said, I'm yeah. not planning on waiting around. Like, yeah, sure. You know, I, gave, I made the payment, went back in the car. And I looked before I left to see, you know, to, to run to the restroom. It was the uh, restroom closed. Can't use. No public can use. They're like, wow, they shut the restroom down too. So, Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going to the uh, bowling alley across the street and leaving a calling card for them when they come back. So <laughs> I had to go back. <laughs> I couldn't wait till I made it home. <laughs> yeah, I, hey, look, when you got to go, you got to go. We've heard about those stories on the yeah. golf course. Uh, so, Vern, what about you, man? Exactly. How has life been uh, with uh, coronavirus at home? And, 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 and we'll get to not being able to get out and play. Well, you know, uh, so for those that don't know, after we got back from Orlando, I, I text, I text Claude NLB because, um, Everything we basically left that what was it? We got there Thursday, but essentially Wednesday, Thursday night, it's, that evening is when everything started. I, if you want to trace everything back, it kind of started with the NBA shutting down, mm-hmm. right? Basically, right, right. that was the first domino that happened overnight. So we kind of made a decision right as everything was happening. So when I came back Sunday and Monday and the preceding days, when you're checking in with people and telling them where you've been, family, who knows where you've been, I was still a little bit judged. I was still a little bit uh, <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> My God, you you still went on the trip, mm-hmm. and initially I felt kind of bad. Even even with Keisha, you know, Keisha was concerned about you know me being exposed to the kids and them going to grandparents' house, but everything's fine. But so for all the all the stares I was getting and all the <laughs> silent judgment I could hear in in phone calls, I'm actually glad we went mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. because that mm-hmm. we got Absolutely. to play. We got to play three days in a row. We got away. We was in nice weather, and we don't know how long this is going to go on. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's number one, Claude. And then the second thing is, uh, you guys can't see me. I haven't shaved since before the trip. I mean, I'm just <laughs> look, man. I just been in the house, bro. It's, it's, uh-huh. In terms of how it's going, it's, it's, it could be much worse. I don't want to complain, but right. um, all four of us are in here. I'll say that. Me and my wife <laughs> and my, my two toddlers. <laughs> so it's just uh, it's just trying to find new stuff for them every day. And like you said, I'll be. I work from home a lot too. Like I, I can go in occasionally, but um, and that's been an adjustment too. Usually they go off to daycare. And he just goes to work, and then um. You know, I got the space to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now, we're, now we're all here. So, um, but other than that, I got, like I got food, I got provisions. My family's here. Everybody's in good health, so I, I can't complain. But yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't care. You can tell by my appearance. <laughs> hey, hey, to, hey to, to, to your point about uh, not shaving, yeah. I had to have a, I had had to have a talk with my wife about that because. She had, she had got really comfortable. Not so much shaving. Let me let me rephrase it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Let me let me let me be clear. Okay. Um, but but she was, you know, she wasn't really doing her. You know, she wasn't the grooming the grooming part. Yeah. Right there, you go. There you go. The air, you know, I come up there, the air standing up or this and that. And I'm like, hey, look, understand you're home. <laughs> There's a certain level of etiquette that we have to we. 
got to come to an agreement about. We still got to look at each other. Exactly. Oh man! You so know last, so last last night we were going to go out. I was like, uh, I, I gave her a warning. Look, by the hour we're going to be getting ready to go out. I'm going to need you to go upstairs and take care of some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's funny. I mean, same situation here, man. I mean, Sierra's working um, five day, teleworking five days a week. Manny's here all the time. And the biggest thing is, like, when I – so I'm still doing morning radio at a local station, and so I'm there at the studio in the morning, but I'm back home by 10 o'clock, and everything else has been from home. But the the, the funny thing is, is everyone else being adjusted to, 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 to me being home and understanding how I work. So a lot of my work, if I'm not writing, I'm editing sound. And, you know, you know, it's great to have family who are excited to have you around and want to talk to you, but it's hard to talk and edit sound at the same time. So I have headphones on and I'm editing sound. I'm trying to pay attention to make sure that mistakes are taken out of, you know, shows and things like that and making sure commercials are getting in. And I just, I, I look up and I see my wife looking at me and I'm like, were you talking to me? And she's like, yeah, did you hear what I said? It's like, no, I've got these gigantic headphones on and I'm listening. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not listening to music while I work. I'm literally editing sound. So I can't listen to both. And like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And then literally three minutes later, starts talking again. And I'm like, I can't, I can't listen to you and do this. And so projects that normally would take five minutes take 35 minutes because even though she understands this, it never stops her from talking to me. And, you know, I could just do the LB thing. Like, listen, let's have a conversation. <laughs> you gotta be quiet. But that ground I, rules, man. That ground yeah, rules. And, and so maybe I should do that, but you know, I just, I just don't. And so, you know, that's what you, what you need is a, what you need is just a good, uh, a good swivel chair. Like I got. So like when she <laughs> starts talking and stuff, you just sort of just start turning. You can't see me, but you just start turning away. It's like, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And then just turn you back and, and then they'll be like, okay, he's working. Just slowly turn my back to her. Like, hey, when my back is turned, that means that means that I'm working. So here we go. So golf is shut down in the DMV. Uh, we are postponing the uh, Masters uh, event at uh, Blue Mash, number one, because Blue Mash is shut down. And number two, the Masters isn't happening that weekend. So, And we don't know how long this stuff is going to take. I mean, schools are going to still be closed uh, that week, the week of and the week after. And the band might still be on for golf courses. Blue Mash might still be uh, down. So we're not going to have it. We'll, but we'll still do a live event. Maybe we'll have a big. Uh, maybe we'll have a a, a corona uh, virus uh, golf event or something like that when it's all over, and we'll do something like yeah. that, some kind of celebration or something. But so so that's going to be postponed. Uh, but you but you'll get more information on on that. Um, but LB, you were saying, and I was looking at um um on Instagram and Twitter, a lot of golfers and people that I follow. All around the country, all the courses aren't closed. I mean, and and, and even close to us in Virginia, some of the clo- courses aren't closed. Yeah, I had considered going last week. Uh, I think it was Tuesday. I had planned because that was like the nicest day of the week, at least for, that fit my schedule. And I was going to take a day off and go play. Um, but then I started feeling bad because people, i.e. my wife, and uh, <laughs> were giving me the blues about going out there and playing. So I ended up not going. Um, I kind of, in hindsight, kind of wish I did. Mm-hmm. had done it then as opposed to because I'm thinking now well if they're going to be open next week there's a couple of, I think we got a three or four day stretch of no rain and you know 50 plus degrees mm-hmm. um, and they're doing that I mean I'm looking I'm right now I have uh, Reston Nationals website up and they, they t- it's, it's probably 15 bullet points of all the things that they're doing to ensure separation between players and they they have foam in their cups I don't know if you've seen on, online some of the courses have 
have pulled the cups out a little bit, so your ball never goes into the hole. Oh. So that's another reason. Right. Yeah. So you don't, so you never have to touch the pole or mm-hmm. touch the cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you know, your, once your ball hits the cup, then it's considered, a, you know, good. Um, apparently, Western National has put a, has put foam in their cup so that the ball doesn't drop into the into the cup at all. Um, so, so yeah, everybody's doing stuff. Um, I heard one. I, I heard one course I, has a rule where like you, they, they're not they aren't putting two people to a cart. You can there's only one in a cart, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a lot of walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing. A, they're, they're trying to get you to actually trying to get people to walk as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I, I'm well. If either you are interested, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny though because I would say, and I, I want to ask Vern like uh, under any sort like with all things green light. I mean, as far as kids are good, wise, I mean, it's everyone's good as far as in the house. Like, would you go out and play? Because I was trying to, I was going to get out and, and go to the range last week. One of those days, LB was talking about, and you know, I just got this deathly scared look from my wife. Like, you're going to go to the driving range? Are you, you know, as if something bad was going to happen? Right. And just for her sanity, I didn't go, but. I wouldn't mind going to play, and it's possible because we were out there in Orlando playing when everyone else was panicked about what's going on. So, like, Vern, right. all things being equal situation, right. would you go out and hit? Probably. Like, for rest of the national, especially if they're if they're doing um, all those things that he was talking about, if we can, and, and again, traffic, is, there's, I don't know, I'm actually curious if there's less people or if there's more people because all of Maryland is shut down. Because I know Keith told me that there was a story about people driving down from Jersey to come play in like Pennsylvania wow, and Virginia wow. and different places because <laughs> they because they want to play. So, but, but, so yeah. So the short answer is called yeah. I absolutely would go. And if it was a thing where it's like, hey, their TG really isn't full and they can stretch us out in individual carts. That's even. I mean, because at the end of the day, um, if I said I wanted to go hiking, mm-hmm. nobody would probably stop me. And golf is about that. Other right, than maybe right. the close contact of sitting in the car, you're just outside walking around, getting and, the ball for and four that's hours. What, that's so. what I was trying to explain to my wife. It's like, you know, there may have been three days this past week where we went out and, and walked this little trail around the house and stuff, and all the neighbors are out there. I mean, I, so many people out walking. I'm like, mm-hmm. there are more yeah. people out here walking here than would be at the golf course. Like, I'm, I'm coming across more people at this point than I would come across playing golf. Because mm-hmm. at the most part, I'll go into the pro shop, I'll pay for the round, I'll, I, may, I may see the starter, and then I'm with the people I'm playing with, and I don't, I don't cross paths with anyone else. I'm just literally, you know, if the group right. behind us is, they're not going to be all on our backs, like walking in close distance to us. And the people in front of us, we're not going to be that close to them. And I'm like, I'm running into more people now. It's probably, you know, it's more distance playing golf than even walking this trail. Right, mm-hmm. right. And for, for I don't know about how this, but with you, I mean, I know you don't have any kids at the house, LB, but I don't. I'm doing the, I'm the grocery running, food run guy. I'm the only, I'm the only one that goes out. Mm-hmm. So I, I do that safely, as safely as I can. But I'm basically coming in at least a couple times a week. I'm coming in contact with, again, more people in the grocery store and Whole Foods or whatever mm-hmm. than I would on the golf course. But as you bring right. this up, LB, I'm going to go ahead. I'm talking out loud, and I'm sure Keith can hear me. But uh, <laughs> I have to figure out if I'm, if I'm going to play. I'm going to play Tuesday. The thing here's the, here's the, the challenge. Like normally on the weekends, it's like, hey, you go play and you come home, you do stuff with the kids, and we balance it out. With them home all the time. I'm really going to have to pay for this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. 
Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just let her go sit in the car for four hours by herself. I don't know. Yeah, because I mean, out way, but uh, you can get out and do something, but then she's not going anywhere. So it's like, how the how can yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe how did this balance out? Yeah, maybe there's an IOU or something like that uh, 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 later on. Saw this story, uh, and I think LB sent it around. Oh, maybe someone else did. Davis loves uh, house burning down. LB, what? Uh, mm-hmm. Fill us in on what happened there. Yeah, that, well, it was Coach B that sent the original. Right. Uh, the original text out. Um, I'm pulling it up now. So, uh, because I've got headphones on, I really I can't read all of this. But wait, 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 wait. Now. You said because you have headphones on, you can't read the article? Yeah, because I was going to turn, it had videos, but I was looking at it. When I had, it had video. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. I couldn't play the video to hear what they were saying because I had headphones on listening to you, Clown. Oh, so, okay. uh, I see what it is. But, <laughs> But yeah, I, what I what I was trying to find out, but I have not found it yet, is what was what the cause was. But it burned. If you all want to see it, I mean, you go to YouTube or any of there, just Google it on, and you'll and you'll it'll come up. It was a massive fire. I mean, it burned it burned down to the ground. Georgia, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's the the pictures are like woo, uh, uh, uh. and everybody's they, safe. Yeah, but everybody, yeah, yeah, everybody got out fine. Um, I'm assuming they, yeah, it says that no one was hurt. So I'm assuming that means they were there and got out. Um, but it's a, ma- it was a massive fire. I don't know, they don't know what caused it yet. So, mm. um, and I was looking at this because I mean the pictures it obviously was like a, a mansion type house too. Right. Um, it, it's huge. I was trying to. That's what I was really trying to find the square footage because that that's, that's really the only thing that interests me. In it. <laughs> How big was the house? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I couldn't find it. I, I have not been able to find that yet. So, but but yeah, but he's he's safe. And I um, he won twenty one times. I was I, when they, when they uh, you know was telling the story. He said twenty one time PGA winner. I went really twenty one. Huh, okay, I I wouldn't. Have, I mean, I know he's been around for a long time. I didn't know if he had twenty one wins. Yeah, I thought it would have been less than that. Hmm. Me too. I was surprised at twenty one. Nice. So. Well, there you go. There. Yeah, that's enough about David. Yeah, yeah enough, enough yeah. about him. Um, so one other guy. Oh, got, I'm sorry. One more thing before we get too far away from the golf and VA. Okay. My question is: My question is this: If I take my shag bag and I go up to Blue Match and go over to the short game area <laughs> with my own balls <laughs> and, and and you know chipping putt whatever, is that considered trespassing? Can I get arrested for that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is okay. trespassing because okay. the facility itself is closed, and I'm assuming that's part of the facility. Yeah, because it's not your property. That's why. <laughs> so yes, that's, that's actually the definition of trespassing. Yes, you would. <laughs> not your property. If you're lucky, you'd so be arrested for trespassing. Yeah. You possibly could get shot. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Given, given how I did pass are. a guy yesterday on. Um, we were or actually he had left Home Depot yesterday. There was a guy in a, uh, like, an elementary school field with his clubs. And I could see him up there just, pitch, you know, putting or right. chipping mm-hmm. uh, up, in, up in the field of the school. So people are trying to stay, trying to keep it together during this downtime. I've been putting and chipping every day at home. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, in the basement. And when it's nice outside, I'll mm-hmm. take a little mat outside on the on the deck and my little net, and I'll chip and, mm-hmm. and chip and chip and chip and putt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've, been, I've been putting. I haven't done any chipping yet, but I have been putting. Now I'm curious. I want to ask you guys, like, what do you, what do you expect uh, before when you know when everything opens up, we're able to go back to golf in terms of conditions? Because it's going to make me laugh if because I'm looking at this list. I was looking at it on my phone at a <laughs> Golf Digest list of like all the 
states and whether they allow golf. And, what, and they, it's basically two questions. Is golf open for play? Is course maintenance allowed? And there's a lot of no's oh. for open for play, but, but almost all uh. of them, almost all of them are allowing maintenance. So I'm just, I'm just going to laugh the first time we go, like a week after this is over, we go play to the course and it looks whack. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Should everything be in pristine condition? Right. Everything right. be in pristine condition? Yeah. Got a lot of rain in March. Nobody played in March. Nobody yep. played in April for the most part. And the course is still trash. Renditions will probably still be trash. <laughs> Right. <laughs> that, I was so disappointed, you know, honestly. Uh, yeah, that would be crazy. Yeah, no, but everyone should be in pristine shape. Everyone should be good to go, right? Yeah. I mean, after two right. months in yeah. spring, yeah. no one playing. Yeah, it's good. It should push like the nice spring months a little bit late to, to where, like, in right. the, now in the summer, we've got just beautiful conditions everywhere. This is mm-hmm. my thought. I don't know. Yeah. But that's, that's a good point, though. Does that mean the Montgomery County courses are allowing the employees to to maintain the courses? Yes. Yep, yep, according to this list, yeah. So Maryland, they allow maintenance. So the maintenance workers, which again makes sense. Just two guys right. on a lawnmower on the, you know, how about right. acres? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they can yeah. do maintenance. They just can't have, uh, it's not open for play. Wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. Now I really want to go to the short game area. Interesting. So let's move to um, some controversy uh, with Brandel Shambly uh, from the Golf Channel. Uh, So he made this comment, and he's always kind of seems to be in the mix for some controversial stuff that he says. He was doing an interview with Golf Week, and uh, they were talking to him about um, training offered by coaches and, you know, stuff with the track man and things like that. And they asked him about uh, Miller Barber. Um, who said, okay, he found something that worked, hitting balls and playing over an extended uh, period of time. Uh, he said, but in this day and age, if he had a track man in front of him, um, you know, they asked him, wouldn't he have moved away from a swing that was perfectly good? And um, so Brandon Shelley says he probably would uh, have been le- a lesser player. Um, and he says, you know, that the track man helps you dial in uh, your club, your, your golf equipment. Um, he says it's, it's a fact. There's no question about it. Uh, but then he goes in on, you know, teachers. Uh, he says, uh, basically, he says, um, uh Trackman makes you a better uh, player in terms of your golf swing, uh, but it also kind of like all the new stuff like exposes teachers. Uh, he says teachers are being exposed for their um, uh, idiocracy, basically. Uh, it, uh, he says, uh, but I stood on the range with a uh, prominent teacher who had all the accolades around him, uh, who then went out uh, and those accolades talked with um, accolades. I don't even know what this is all about. Uh, accolades. Uh, he said, had all, uh, and then uh, they completely spread this flawed philosophy throughout all the teaching, and all teachers stuck to that ideal, and all teachers taught flawed philosophies, and these philosophies finally got bitch slapped by reality. YouTube, there it is. You're wrong. They're right. And the PGA wow. and PGA pros went nuts on him, as I'm assuming <laughs> they should. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. What did you guys think about that? Um, right. so it's, it's weird. So they're, yeah, you're right. They they went nuts on him partly. So they're protecting their interest a little bit, right? Because right. they're mm-hmm. PGA professionals. They're, mm-hmm. they have, they have a, they have a, a vested interest in saying, Hey, no, we're actually doing what we're doing. Don't come at us. He basically just took a shot at the entire sort of pro golf club, pro, mm-hmm. um, group of people. Uh, and then he did it and then he opened himself up because he used the terminology, which I, I don't, you know, he stepped in it, but I don't, obviously, in this uh, 2020, right. I don't think he was actually, it was, you know, they can say, hey, this is an official term and, you know, misogynist and everything else and, and everything. True, which I, sure, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But, but there may also be a grain of truth in what he's saying. So in this mm-hmm. case, 
the 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 messenger was sort of undone. I'm sorry, the message was sort of undone by the messenger. Right, right, right. If it, if the message had been delivered, maybe just a little bit better. Like, hey, you know, um, back in the day, if you say that a little bit more succinctly, you know, back in the day, somebody would come up with a theory, and then because of like herd or mentality, everyone would follow it. Mm-hmm. Now that we have data and numbers and individual instructors who are not PJ teachers can come online and say, mm, I have a theory about that. I think it's this. Mm-hmm. We can expose people who don't know what they're doing. That's probably, that probably worked out fine. Right. So, right, so, right. so I, so I think there's some truth. In other words, I think there's some truth in probably what he's saying overall, but he just, he didn't, you know, the way he delivered the message was, was a little bit flawed. And then if you're going to take a shot at the entire PGA, you need to be prepared for that clapback. So, right. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, LB? Uh, I got nothing. I got nothing to add to that. Oh, because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I obviously I did. I'm reading the article now. So, um, <laughs> so I really have don't have a whole lot to add, other than the fact that the, 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 the one guy that you that you like, you found him on YouTube, right? Uh, George Gankus. George Gankus. Yes. Now you find him through Instagram or, yeah, or yeah, yeah, IG. Yeah, he got popular on IG, and then I found his videos on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, is, is he a PGA? certified instructor or he's just a guy no i think he actually is because he got featured i don't know if he always was but he got featured okay. in golf digest like hot young teachers and i i think they only okay. do i think they only they do PGA teachers PGA. So. i'm pretty sure they would yeah that, that, would, like, yeah, that would protect their brand that they would only right right people I, out there that, that would appreciate right okay Right. Well, you know, yeah. it's interesting well, because I, anytime well, anytime yeah. i hear about these stuff with these lessons and stuff i just think about um my personal experience and there are times where yeah you run into somebody and they've got their 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 pga instructor and things like that but it just doesn't click and and you feel like they're trying to fit a square peg into a round hole in some of the things they're trying to teach you with the way you naturally play and 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 again they know what they're doing but you know is all the stuff working do you need and all the philosophy and stuff like that we even talked about it like why everyone starts you out with a seven iron and say we'll just swing with this assume with this it's like well why don't we work on something else and can we build up from a pitching wedge can we start with the driver you know what i mean and i've never explained this stuff he just said, well this is what we do and then i'm thinking about our guy paul wilson where it was none of the technical stuff he just literally said if i can make you look like a pro when you swing and get you to turn your right. body mm-hmm. you you know your swing you know you, um you know you um have that kind of swing the results will show up exactly yeah. And you know, for a few of us, it, it 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 you know it worked, and we took some things away from it. Um, so I don't know, I don't know. I mean, you know, like you said, I think I think Ferns might hit it right, on, and I don't think Paul Wilson. I'm looking, I don't think he is a PGA. I, 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 he he's not. And then so uh, Ryan, Ch- okay. Ryan, uh, Ryan Cheney is not either. Who I got my lessons from at Blue Mash, and uh-huh. one of the, and you're right, Clark, to your point, there is definitely. I've gotten lessons from a lot of different people because I like the crowdsource. Like when I think I have a theory or I think I have something, then I go, the way I would do with anything else, I would go to a pro and say, hey, I've been doing some research. This is what I found. Is this right? Can you help me? Mm-hmm. And what I found from having instruction from multiple instructors is that, yeah, by and large, some of them will, I don't know how good some of them are because some of them would ignore me completely. They would hear me go through my entire thing. This is what I want to work on. Impact, impact, impact. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, cool. Uh, hit a ball and I would hit it and it would go to the slightly left. Cool, that's a pool. We're going to fix this pool. And I'm like, no, you just didn't listen to anything I said. Right, right, right. <laughs> when, I spoke, <laughs> when I spoke to Ryan about this, he acknowledged that. He was like, yeah, some guys, you know, I guess that's, so some guys do that. I'm not here for that. Tell me exactly what you want to do and I'm going to teach you like methods that will teach you exactly how to do that thing. Nice. And that's what he did. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. was, so, that, so from, from that experience, and I've had a, maybe one other good experience from those two and then the other ones, there definitely is a sort of a stratification of like, like there's, you know, like everything is there's tiers to the instruction game for sure. 
Yeah. So I can imagine there's I can imagine there's guys at lower levels and stuff who are just kind of like I don't know reading the same magazines that we are right. and don't really have a good way to explain it to their students any better than you know mm-hmm. the tips you get in golf digest. Right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking online now. So Paul Wilson is a uh, a Class A Canadian PGA teaching professional. Oh, okay, he's Canadian. Okay, huh. All right. okay. whatever that means. Yeah, he turned yeah. pro in 1991. Who's that, Paul Wilson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Did anyone ever get the online uh, code to the stuff that he gave us? And he said we could all share. Rodney, it? Rodney sent him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Rodney had it before we went, oh, and okay. um, yeah, he had already bought it before we went. Were you, so looking, for when, an, were you looking for an excuse, Claude? You look like you were looking for excuse stuff. I, mean, well, I, I wanted. I wanted. To, since I'm in the house, I was like, let me go through some of the stuff that I had worked with. I mean, we paid oh, okay. so much money. It's like I might as well look back at some of the stuff. And then it was like, well, right. I know he gave us some credentials for us all to use, and that was kind of cool. He said, "Well, you all can all no, use the no. same thing." Well, no, 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 no. He didn't. He what didn't? he did say was, what he did say was, one of us could buy it mm-hmm. for ninety nine dollars and then pass it around to the rest of us. Is what he said. Oh, and I looked at him like he had four eyes. He said that. I'm like, dude, I just gave you six hundred dollars. Then you, then you won't even give us access to your online stuff. Right? Come on, man. Six hundred dollars was for this. This was for in person. (laughs) The online is different. That's different. That's a different guy. Come on, dude. What's what? Five of us? And did he send? Did he send? It was five of us. Yeah, Yeah. because it was Rodney, us three. I thought it was one more. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just four. It was no, it was four. just four. It was just four because my dad didn't do it. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He was smart move. That was a smart move on his part. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, for, for me, it was. It, I could have kept my two hundred and forty dollars. How much it was? Okay. Because um, I didn't. I didn't get. I didn't get enough. I didn't get six hundred and forty dollars out of it. I may have got forty dollars out of it, but I didn't oh, get forty. Oh man! Come on, man! Come on, bro! <laughs> you I didn't. Give a little bit more I didn't. Enough. Dang, I played man. worse after I left him than I did before I got him. <laughs> That's the truth. I guess. I suppose. That's yeah, no, you, yeah, no, 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 right, yeah, I got no. scorecards. I got scorecards to show. Yeah. I played better before I got the ball than I did after. Yeah, no, you no, you you're right. There was a point afterwards where you had some you had some struggling you were struggling a little bit going on. Yeah. 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 Um but no, I mean I, I, it just depends. So um yeah, so uh uh yeah, Brandon Assembly, you know, I it's just he's always seems to be kind of he's like the Patrick Reed of like commentators, and so he's always going to yeah, find yeah. himself into some kind of trouble. Um, so LB, you talked about some. You, you said someone was trying to smuggle cocaine in their golf clubs. Yeah, so this this was on uh, my favorite one of my favorite uh, websites, uh, uh, U Swing Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. So the fans find thirty thousand dollars of cocaine smuggled in golf club sacks. Um, it was discovered in Miami at the uh, border, um, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Agency in Miami found $30,000 worth of cocaine smuggled in the country, into the country, in the shafts of makeshift set of golf clubs. In the shafts? So apparently the way wow. they, in the shafts, in the shafts. So apparently the reason they, they caught the guy's eye or the agent's eye was the way that the clubs were wrapped. Mm-hmm. Apparently they wrapped them in cellophane or something. Yeah. Um, don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly, and that's exactly and exactly what the article said. Because of the way they were wrapped, it, it, it caught the guy's attention, and they went and investigated. And they drilled a hole in one of them, and like a, a pound of <laughs> a pound of cocaine <laughs> out of this sack. 
put it, see, you can contact a golfer, consult a golfer. He would told you, just put it in the travel bag and order the thing, and you've been fine. Yeah, man. It's like, exactly. what are you doing? Exactly. I mean, it's, it's wild because it's like they drill it out, and you're like, I don't know where that cocaine came from. These are my golf clubs, and right. I don't know how that <laughs> right, cocaine exactly. got inside the shaft. <laughs> how, how, how long was the uh, when the corn ferry tour? Did they do a whole loop down there in Latin America? I'm just saying that's a lot of golf. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. uh-huh. Corn ferry yeah. is like you know what is it a, uh-huh. a, a storefront for you know cocaine smuggling into the <laughs> They'll make a lot of money on that too. Right? They're not yeah. playing right now, so who yeah. knows? Maybe yeah. so. There, there was another article too in the same uh, when they talked about how they had caught I guess forty thousand dollars worth of weed that was put in somebody's travel golf bag in the in the bag itself. Okay. The golf in the golf bag, they put forty thousand dollars worth of uh, weed in that, and they, they got caught as well. But speaking of the corn ferry tour, there was an article about those guys um, because a lot of them are struggling right now because oh, yeah. you know they, they want you know they don't make a lot of money off the break, right. and the, with the tour being uh, canceled, uh, you know a lot of them had to go find find jobs and, and whatever you know just to keep the money coming in to pay they pay their bills. Um, so. Yeah, like uh, I think minor league minor league baseball players have had a similar situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah it's rough out there. I mean, I, I yeah, yeah. I was just I was going to put it on our website, but I I didn't get you all the pool, so I didn't do it. But there was this uh, <laughs> there was this uh, this uh, article that shows how like Canada is giving their residents I think two thousand dollars a month until this thing is over. Oh wow, uh, really? Denmark, yeah, um, Denmark is paying. I want to say seventy-five or eighty percent of their of their uh, population salary mm-hmm. until this is over. Mm-hmm. And another country is doing something else. And then the USA, we give it twelve hundred dollars one time. Good luck. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like that's going to help a lot of people. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no. But 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 we got five hundred billion for the uh, for the corporations. Yeah, no problem. Got to bail them out, right? Okay. Well, there you yeah. Go. yeah. Um, and LB, before we close, you've got a date night update. Mm-hmm. You and the missus were able to go out. You had mentioned it earlier that you told her to spruce up a little bit before you before you guys went out. Yeah. So what happened yeah. when you guys yeah, so actually we, went out? Well, so we, we basically I I took the long way to everywhere we went um, because we had I hadn't been out the house since last Sunday, uh, which the previous week I went out every night. I went somewhere just to Home Depot. I went to the Walmart. I went to get groceries. I went somewhere. <laughs> uh, but this week I tried to be more, uh, less reckless. And I stayed in, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And I stayed in the house. Cause honestly, I was telling Claude earlier this burn. I'm, I'm really not feeling, I, I don't feel vulnerable. You know what I mean? Okay. I, I feel like, I feel like because of my, because I eat well, and I exercise, and I do all the things that you're supposed to do on the on the in a, on the regular. Mm-hmm. That if, if I do get if I do get the virus, then it's gonna be I'm just gonna be I'm gonna have the flu. And I'm two days, two three days, I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I could I could I could be 100 percent off, right? Um, but I feel like I'm gonna be in that 88 percent of the people that that get it, and they'll be you know catch a cold or catch a flu, and then they'll be fine. Um, right. So I mean, and so, I mean, and that's fine. And there's I feel like there's a lot of people that feel that way, but that still doesn't. You're still you're still being responsible about it, though. You're not taking steps to, you know, right. like rubbing hands with people and everything else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so when we went out yesterday, I, because my wife has been on me so much, yesterday was the first time I actually wore a mask. Um, okay. So we went to Home Depot. I, I put the mask on. I bought the gloves, and we. Then Home Depot was doing something different, where they were only letting a certain number of people in the store at a time. Hmm. So when we walked up to the door. They was like, "Oh, hold on for a minute," and then they waited. 
we stood there for oh, maybe a minute or so, and then they some other people they're counting as people come out. Right. One, had one, one exit in and one exit out. Right. They count count people coming in and out. So that he, he got the all clear. He could let me and the wife and another couple go into the store. Um, so we go in, we get, you know, we get what we went in there to get. And um, on the way out, I noticed that none of the employees are wearing gloves or, or masks. Mm. So I asked the, so when I get a, another thing they've done, they've taken away all the checkout lines. They're all of self-check masks. Okay. I'm not, a, I'm not a fan of it at, at all. Um, <laughs> just because I'm, 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 let me, let me understand this. I'm paying you money to get a product from you. And now I got to check it out too. Uh, I mean, <laughs> what I need, I mean, what am I paying for here? I should get, my stuff should be discounted 5% if I got to do all the work. I mean, you the next time they come in, come get, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm doing your job here. Come on, man. Next time, next time we go, kind of like, okay, it's on the truck back there. Go get it off the truck. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Where, where are we going with all of this? But this, this seems, so when this, I get to the cash, this, but this the, seems to go against the whole, you know, Denmark thing that you were just saying as far as right. Well, <laughs> come on, y'all. Well, I, I'm, I'm paying for I'm paying for a product and a service. I'm getting a product, but I'm getting no service. That's you know good, what I'm saying? That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. So when I get to the register, and I again, all the, the only self checkout. So I go to one of the ladies that are working. That you know, I have one lady that's like one person. I should say that's working four or five. Registers, whatever. Right. So I go there. I, say, I go there. I say, look, I'm an old man. I don't know how to use these machines. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> she said, "Come on, sir, I got you." So I don't she, know how to use self checkout. Here's money. Yeah. <laughs> this confuses me. Like, scan it. It's not working. It's not working. Did you use a card? Did you use cash? <laughs> I use a card. Okay. Um, okay. So, so I asked her because she didn't have a mask on. Or gloves. And I asked her, I said, well, how come you don't, I know some of the employees don't have more, uh, any, any masks or protective gear. And she said, oh, they give it to us at the, in the, at the end of the shift when we have to clean up and we have to wipe down all the registers and stuff. Then they give them gloves and masks. But that doesn't make any sense. I, that's yeah. what I thought. I'm yeah, like, the, but, the mask part, maybe the gloves I could see, but the mask part's a little counterintuitive. Yeah. The, yeah. Not, yeah. The, right. the shelves aren't breathing into you. I don't know. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Right. Yeah. Weird. So, so yeah, so, yeah. So it was, it was a decent, it was decent even. We got to go out and we, uh, like I said, we went, went and got some Chinese food. We came back and I made a fire in the fire pit and we sat outside. I smoked two cigars. I had a big drink. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> so it was a good night before, before it started raining. <laughs> That's what's Speaking of big drinks, yeah, I mean, they said, you know, uh, as they're shutting down non essentials, that they're keeping the liquor stores open. And so a lot of people are so happy about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we the one night we went last week, uh, we stopped up. There was a guy. He had a he had a shopping cart. It was full to the top <laughs> of alcohol. I mean, I I kid you not. He had to have at least thirty bottles of alcohol wow. in that cart. And wow. I, I think, but but one thing I thought about too. Um, I mean, I don't know what I don't know what his what his reason was for getting all that alcohol. But if the economy crashes and you need something to barter with. A bottle of alcohol could go a long way. <laughs> <Just saying. laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, it's true. I don't know. Real quick, I don't know if you guys know. There's a popular bar down in Adams Morgan called Jack Rose. Okay, and um, they opened like a while ago, 2006. They got they got known because they had this huge whiskey collection, like 2,700 bottles of like rare whiskeys from all around the world. Uh-huh. Well, the, the owner is selling those off now so that he can basically be uh-huh. debt free and maintain a profit uh-huh. and keep his employees, which is cool. 
Well, he's, oh, he, he, he okay. went online and said, hey, this is popular bar. Everybody knows. He said, hey, come down and you can get, and you, I'm talking like by the bottle, by the dram. He has like flights. And so as soon wow. as he opened up, he said, I'm going to start selling all this stuff off because I need the money. Like the lines were out the, out the door, obviously. Wow. So he had to like start scheduling times for people to come down and pick it up. So yeah, you're right, LB. I mean, it's definitely a, I mean, even bars, yeah. bars are doing it, you know, restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And if you want to support some of these restaurants, especially uh, small mom and pops and local stuff, um, you can eat one by there and still carry the food out. But if you don't want to do that because you don't want to take any chances, you can purchase gift cards. And yeah. that way they get to yeah. use the money mm-hmm. now to pay people. And then when they reopen, you can just use the gift card you know, to go there. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of helps okay. out. Everybody just kind of helping each other out in that kind of way. Um Maybe do the same thing for golf courses. We got I got to check in with Joe Hills. Maybe we get him on the show next week and see how they're carrying on with stuff with their employees. Although I, I would assume yeah. he's treating them right. I mean, he's he's a good guy. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how they handle yeah, things and, and yeah, keeping the employees. Yeah, yeah. So and so was uh, so was Whole Foods until people got on him. Then he started paying the employees. Oh, so to Bezos. Yeah, there's a lot of companies that were that way. They were like, ah, yeah, well, you know, yeah, I understand we made you know six billion dollars last year. But we don't have any money to pay employees. I mean, come on, y'all. This, right. this America is... Yeah. Uh, yeah don't do, right, do right by people. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get LB yeah. started. All right, <laughs> folks. It's Golf DMV. Uh, the, the, well, I guess it's the second Corona edition. The last one in Orlando was kind of a Corona edition. Everybody stay safe. Uh, man, if you're getting out playing golf, email us. Uh, GolfDMVpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your experiences. And hopefully we can uh, get out and play again. So we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>